Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Have you ever witnessed drive-through rage in the HRM? We share some of those stories on the podcast. What I witnessed over the weekend at Tim's was wild. Yes, it was. Also, why your Instagram is acting all weird today. And speaking of all weird, the unpopular changes Elon Musk is making at Twitter. <laughs> and we get into the HRM neighborhoods that trick-or-treaters got the biggest hauls from and the neighborhoods they said no thanks to. $1,000 minute advantage for Wednesday, November 2nd. Right now, the answer to question number 10 is classified. It's not that we can't tell you. It's not like the answer is classified. The answer is, in fact, classified. classified. <laughs> Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy November. Oh, my it's God. November. Yes. How, 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 how? I went to go write the date this morning, and I was like, wait a second, what? Uh-huh. We're here. We're here. <sighs> uh, how was Halloween? No, fine. Was it? Fine. Did you get trick-or-treaters? A few. Oh, not many. Eleven trick-or-treaters. Oh, come on. So that means you got a whole lot of uh, leftover candy. <laughs> it's been kind of put away, and it's going to go somewhere out of the house. Now, is that normally lower than what you get at your place? Yeah, I mean, I think we had that many last year, and when more COVID restrictions were in place, and it was pouring rain last year. Yeah, and this last night was gorgeous. gorgeous. It, it was, was warm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Weird. last two kids who came to the house smelled like weed. <laughs> Were they like twenty? Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Really? Full on, full on. Well, there was I one older. Trick or treating. Hello. Hey, I think Aaron's coming down the street. <laughs> I can smell her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Wow. Eleven yeah. kids. I wonder why that. That's so it, much. It's a volume game, you know. It, yeah. We we uh, the street, their houses all along our street, but they're far apart. Part and right, you know, it's, why it's not easy to just you know go just house to house, go somewhere else where the houses are closer together. So, I was talking to my aunt last night who lives in Calgary, and I just said, How was Halloween? Did you get lots of trick or treaters? You know what she said? Mm. She got over 600 kids at her house. Oh my god, over 600 kids! And I was like, Is this normal? She's like, Aaron. Every single year we get this many. She said she bought 15 boxes of chocolate bars, like the mixed chocolate bars, and then like five of the huge chip boxes from Costco Uh just to prepare for all these kids. And she'll still run out. She she, she said she was going to run out. Can you imagine? Move. That's like hundreds of dollars. And and it's a full-time job yeah. from probably 5 o'clock at night until 9.30. And they have like a wild dog that flips every time someone's at the door. So it's probably a pain in the butt mm-hmm. every time somebody's there. I just couldn't believe it. Over 600 kids. Imagine. Versus 11. 11. And the last two smelled like Aaron. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. I can assure you that. Keep smiling as I tell you these uh, facts. What the fact? <laughs> this makes me feel like I'm not going to like these <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Okay. You may not. Your okay. heaviest organ is your skin. Ew. It weighs about 20 pounds altogether. Your intestines are second heaviest at about seven and a half pounds. I feel like I'm in a faint thinking about this right now. <laughs> like I truly this do. This speaks nothing about the fact that many of us... Not no, many of me are carrying around. Okay, All great, right. love that. Heaviest organ is your skin. 
The name Pepsi comes from dyspepsia, which means indigestion, since its original purpose was to help people with digestion issues. Pepsi was? Mm-hmm. Not ginger ale? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all did, right? <laughs> Apparently that name was taken. Yeah. Ginger ale was the original soda pop. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, ginger beer. Uh, the Rubik's Cube was ori- originally called the Magic Cube mm-hmm. when it came out in 1975, renamed in 1980 because they realized a more unique name would make it easier to patent it around the world. So it was named after its inventor, Erno Rubik. Oh, yeah. okay. And finally, what the fact? A bird's sexual hormones are stimulated when it gets pet on its back. So veterinarians advise you to only pet the head and feet of a bird in order to not sexually frustrate it. <laughs> At least, okay, I'll keep that in mind next time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Aaron and Peter, getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. And what is your price? That's the name of the game. What's your price? <laughs> What's is your the name price? Of the game. New board game. 24 bucks it costs. I'm going to save you the money. I'm going to give you some scenarios here. And this is how you play, you know, what's your price? It's mm-hmm. a guessing game about the people in your family or your friends or whatever, what their price would be for these different things. So I'm gonna Scenarios, yeah. Try out a few scenarios on you first. <laughs> then we're going to ask you yeah. what your price would be as as well. So here, let's just play a couple. Uh, Aaron, what's your price? To tell five couples in the maternity ward, let's say at the IWK, five couples in the maternity ward that their baby is ugly. Oh, my God. What do you just, like, walk up? Oh, Hi, yeah, your you baby gotta, is ugly. Wow, what an ugly baby. Whew. Five Ooh. couples? Yeah, look like their grandmother or what? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That would be a horrible thing to do. It would be a horrible thing to do, but everybody has a price. Yeah, I could and probably you can set pull it your off. Price. Seriously, set your price and maybe make some extra money here <laughs> by just going down to the IWK telling five couples, that they've got a hell of an ugly baby there. I feel like I would do that for like a grand, oh maybe fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just thinking like it, w- it would be. Here's the here's the thing. It would suck to do that for like two point seconds, and then like you know I I just leave after that, and then to right. be over. So I've got a grand for un- being uncomfortable for two seconds. Uh, you think your price is low? I really? Think you go higher. Oh. Okay. So no, that's okay. Stay, okay. They, we now know. What about you're, you? You're, no, your Can price. I ask hey, you? I'm not asking. You're not asking me. Oh. I'm asking you. Okay. 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 <laughs> you can ask me later if you want. All right. You all know, right. You can get me some other. I'm sticking sure. with the grand. Wow. Okay. Her <laughs> price we've we've just established is pretty low. I got more scenarios okay. for her. Okay. Press the flight attendant button of the passenger next to you every time they fall asleep. You're on a flight with a stranger. <laughs> They're falling asleep, and every time they fall asleep, you reach up and pass and 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 press the flight so attendant. So that the flight attendant comes over and. Yeah, wakes them wakes up. Wakes them up and says, yes, sir, you 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 just press the flight attendant button. I would do that for like 500 bucks because they wouldn't even know it's me. Okay, They're okay. sleeping. All right. Okay. So I can see that those kinds of things, your price is low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your family and friends, 20 of them in total, family and friends, yeah. to watch your colonoscopy. <laughs> to watch someone stick a camera up your butt. I mean, well, it's you're not kind of that bad, right? No, no. Uh, is it that bad? There's, it's not like they see my butt, really. It's just the camera. 
Right? They will see your butt. The full butt. No, they they hide it all, so it's all discreet. It's not going to be hidden. You're going to be lying on your side. Someone is going to be pushing a camera. And everyone's looking at my butt. At, well, they're looking probably at the screen. Yeah. Because you can see the screen, to see whether you took your, <laughs> your medicine well enough to have this test done. I don't find that that bad, but I, okay. Uh, two grand? <laughs> Am I, am I lowballing these? I think you are. I think, I I think what think we've established is that you'll, you'll do anything for money. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and and it doesn't take a lot of money. Yeah. Which surprises these the hell of me. hard. Yeah, let, me give you, <laughs> let me give you another one. Um, participate in a polar bear plunge. Okay, uh -huh. probably the New Year's polar bear plunge. Yeah. Down in the harbor. Where do they do that in Eastern Passage? That's a big one, right? Naked. <laughs> Like with everybody else around? Everybody else has their their bathing suit okay, on. Okay, God, they have, no. I would, but you're the only one who's naked. I'd need a good ten grand for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the GoFundMe page no starts big deal. now. Okay, one more. I'm going to give this to the two to everybody listening at the, the six o'clock club and you, here. And you text in your price, right? Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> these are really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Let a novice archer shoot an arrow through an apple on your head. <laughs> so basically me shooting. <laughs> Any price, the price that it would take, the lowest price you would take. Yeah. Now, you're not even a novice. They have some experience. They've shot a bow and arrow okay, before. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Some price, the price, the lowest price that you would take to allow someone who is okay with a bow and arrow shoot an, ap uh, an apple that was on your head. Okay. Mm. How much... How much, how much would, would you? Take? Yeah, how much would it take for that to happen? Text your price in right now to one hundred twenty four seven. Yeah. I don't think I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me too much anxiety. <laughs> uh, so we left you with the uh, left a novice archer or let a novice archer shoot an arrow through an apple on your head. Yeah. If only it was that simple. Mm. I'm going to shoot an arrow. It's going to go right through that apple on your head. Right. But. They're not that good. They don't have that much experience. So we asked you what uh, you would take for that to happen. Aaron, what would you take? Uh, gosh, clearly I'm willing to do anything. Uh, this is crazy. That's a nuts one, though, right? Uh, is, okay, maybe two grand. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's not that much. Two grand? That's what a if they miss? I, I'm not going to die, right? Are will you I? sure? <laughs> I don't know, actually. <laughs> miss your head and it goes in your eyes. No. Your Can eye? I cover my eyes? Yeah. I'd like to see where it's... I wear it's, goggles? Where it's <laughs> and a helmet? <laughs> Clearly you don't get this game. <laughs> Let me give you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had uh, 7,510,000 uh, 7, yeah, yeah. just come in. Uh, uh, live in a nudist colony for a week, Aaron. The game is called, oh, by the way, God, What's I Your Price? Oh, I hate that. And uh, you bring your neighbors, your friends, your family. Oh, that would take... Neighbors, friends, and family. And they're also guessing what you would say would be your price or who said what price. That would that would take <laughs> a lot of money. hundred grand. <laughs> to live now there for a week. Now we're talking. Sure. Okay, wait, I got one for you. Okay, go ahead. What's your price? To pee on a stranger who's been <laughs> stung by a jellyfish with a crowd... Surrounding and watching. Oh boy, you had me till the crowd <laughs> surrounding and watching. Yeah, you're at the beach. You're at Rainbow Haven, and somebody's yelling, "Help! I've been stung! I need you to pee on me!" And everyone's crowding around, going, "Yeah, Peter, wait, pee on the stranger. I'll save you." 
how huh? much? What did you? How much would that Not take? Not that much. Uh, that's that's a thousand dollars. Everybody's watching you do it. Well, I mean, are they watching me or are they watching? You know, I think they're watching you. Have you ever, hold on, have you ever had... Peed in public? No, have you ever had to be peed on or peed on no, somebody else? No, of course of not. That's a myth. No, it's not. It is. Okay, well, I've done that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been peed on. So, uh, clearly, and how much did you... Wait, you've been peed on? <laughs> I've been peed on. Uh, wow. To yeah. save you? To save me. I got stung by a jellyfish, and everyone told me that's what you have to do. Everybody or the so guy my, or the person who so wanted to pee on my you? My friend Patrick <laughs> peed on me. <laughs> Aaron, uh, how much? Take a bite of raw chicken breast. Oh, God, never. Okay, no, no, no. No, no that's not the that, answer. I literally almost a just price. gagged. A price. A hundred grand. I would never do that. Mm -hmm. You? Oh, I would do that for sure. Oh, my God. It's not going to kill you. God. Oh, my God. Even if it made you sick for a little bit are you kidding me no okay, what about okay. this one what's Go your ahead. price take a bite out of your deodorant oh that's no problem no big deal no i would do that for um god realistically um a couple of hundred bucks yeah well just think of how many times you've had your mouth washed out with soap you're used to this kind of thing right <laughs> potty mouth <laughs> um walk barefoot across 10 yards of hot coals Aaron. go well, these are just so unrealistic. It's not like I know what that's going to be like until no, I'm doing no it. you have no idea. So how the heck? I do suck at this game. I ask too many questions. Mm -hmm. Ten grand. That's all, I, that's all I need. Ten grand. Have sweaty palms for the rest of your life? <laughs> Ten grand. <laughs> okay, how about this one, Peter? Go. Pierce your belly button. Oh, come on. That's so simple. You, right now. Pierce your belly button. You're okay. going to Adept Tattoos, right. and you're getting a, a good old-fashioned <laughs> belly ring. Um, again, 500 bucks. <laughs> That's it? It's no problem. Oh, my God. Okay. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Hey, are you having troubles with your Instagram? You might have noticed you lost a ton of followers yesterday, or even worse, your account was randomly suspended and then just gone. Well, if that happened to you, don't worry. You're not the only one that is experiencing this. Uh, hundreds, if not thousands, are going through the very same thing in Canada right now. A ton of accounts just started to, dis to disappear yesterday. They all got reported as suspended. It's really? a glitch. Instagram is saying, sorry, they are aware that people are having issues accessing their accounts, but they're working on it and you will get your stuff back. So okay. don't panic if it's gone. So your account's coming back, your yeah. followers are coming yeah. back, no problem. No problem. I'd be freaking out though. You lose everything for mm. a small business? That's horrible. Hey, uh, speaking of social media, lots of people upset with Elon Musk buying Twitter. We've been reading about this for days. Uh, people, of course, were concerned what it meant for people that have been banned or suspended from Twitter previously. Elon Musk said he would give Trump his account back when he bought the platform. So that caused a whole bunch of drama. And now people are upset with one of the first changes Elon Musk is bringing to Twitter. You know the little blue check mark that some people or businesses have next to their name? They're verified. Yeah, Elon Musk wants to up the price of the check mark, which before you didn't have to pay for this. You could just apply to be verified. I guess last year they rolled something out called Twitter Blue. You had to pay $4.99 a month to have that verified check mark. Now Elon Musk wants to charge you 20 bucks a month to have it. Okay, so what's a verified check mark? 
forgive you. At first, it just meant that you were like a legitimate person tweeting or you had oh, a job okay. or whatever that would, you know, oh, kind of verify okay. you. Now, when they rolled out Twitter Blue, if you have that blue check mark, it offers extra features for verified users. Mm. I don't know what that is because I'm not a part of the club. No. <laughs> hey, and it seems like this should have been announced yesterday, but there is a Friday the 13th prequel in the works. Now, this hasn't been done yet because the rights have been tied up in court for years, but everything is settled now and it's happening and people are excited about this. No plot details have been released just yet, but there is talk that it could be something like the Psycho prequel series, Bates Motel. Mm -hmm. So if you're into that kind of thing, it's coming. Are you into that kind of thing? I'm not. No. Are you? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Too scared. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's trending this morning on Move 100. Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Hey, how was Halloween? Yeah, 11 kids. You had 11 kids. 11 kids. We knew we wouldn't. We never have a lot. We we, uh, prepare for 50 every year. Okay. And we had 11. We had more last year. And if you remember last year, it was pouring rain. Mm. And there were still like COVID restrictions holding people back. Yeah. 11 kids. What time uh, did they start showing up? Uh, just around 6 o'clock. That was oh. later than usual. Usually there are some little ones out around 5 o'clock or so. And the last ones? Uh, <laughs> the last ones showed up about quarter to 9 and they smelled like weed. <laughs> and wait, how old were they? Um, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> one of them was 20. And no, 20? I'm pretty sure. That, and I don't care. You honestly. didn't give him any saucy comments? <laughs> no, God, no. I'm really all for it. Look, if you want a trick or treat, you you to show up. Please Aww. just show up. But, uh, yeah, they smelled like me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the perfect way to spend your evening if you're sure. going trick-or-treating. Talk you may as well fun. be prepared. Yeah. Talk about fun, yeah. right? I would love to hear from you and uh, hear where you live in the HRM and how many kids you had show up last night. I, I was talking to my aunt last night who lives in Calgary, and I was absolutely shook when she told me that she had over 600 kids last night okay and she said this is every single year yeah every single year the amount of candy that they have to buy to prepare and she says every year we run out we think that we have enough but we run out okay so i don't think there is a 600 level community there's no way well i've heard about 500 okay but i don't think there's a 600 level community so what we're really looking for here is like the, the the HRM record for the most kids. Yeah. I was driving in, uh, I was uh, delivering a puppy and picking up a puppy from someone who was looking after my daughter's uh, dog uh, last weekend. I was in Governor's Brook in Spryfield. Yeah. And I was thinking, ooh, what a great place to go trick-or-treating. You could get the job done there. You could get everything <laughs> that you ever wanted in Governor's Brook because of the way that the streets are laid out. Uh, there are duplexes, there's you know, single-family dwellings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just street after street. Do you it think they be, hand out the full-size chocolate bars? I don't. I'm thinking they're in the hundreds, and you can't hand out full-size chocolate bars. Yeah, when you've got that many kids. When you're going to have that many kids. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not right. Maybe there's another neighborhood that's got 
600? Yeah. Or more? Looking for the HRM record. Yes. Because 600, no, I don't think so. 500 maybe. Okay, so who who had the most kids last night? Tell us where you live, how many kids came by for trick-or-treating. Give us a call anytime this morning at 451-1313, or you can text us at 124-7. I was trying to watch my neighborhood, too, in Larry, Utah, but I live around all the apartment buildings. I did see some kids running around, like going into the, you know, the more neighborhood home areas, but... I mean, they were cute, but we had nothing. Well, we all know each other. This text, I mentioned that we had 11 kids at our house, and this text came, came in and said, Peter, not sure why you uh, don't get that many kids. I live just behind you in the igloo, and we had 70 kids. I know exactly 70. who this is. I know exactly who, what the house they're talking about. They had 70 uh, kids. And I explained that it's volume because where they are, parents can just drive up in their car. They can hit. Two different streets, yeah, yeah. and the parents don't even have to get out of their, their car. Oh, my gosh. I also asked if they had the two kids at the very end that smelled like weed. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, LOL, no, we turned off the lights at 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, my God, that's wild. Uh, this text, Eastern Passage uh, in Cow Bay had their trunk or treats on the weekend. They had a 1,000 kids show up. Cool. That sounds like fun. Trunk or treats? Everybody brings their treats out to, the, to one place. Yeah, and then all the kids can run around to each trunk. Yeah. Collect? Cool. What a good idea. And in Porter's Lake, I mean, I'm sure different places in Porter's Lake have more, but this one says we had eight. Eight? And two were our daughter ringing our doorbell twice. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, so the most we've heard of is 70 so far. That's pretty lame. We got to know more. Who had the most trick-or-treaters last night and where do you live? Mm -hmm. Yeah, send us a text, 124-7. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. We've got Charlene Jordan on the line with us for some Shania Twain tickets. Uh, Charlene, we had problems with your phone, but now we're good to go. So Charlene, finish the lyrics to this Shania Twain song correctly, and the tickets are all yours. Here we go. You're still the one I kiss. Good night. Yes! Oh, finally, and that was beautiful. <laughs> finally. <laughs> wow, glad that worked out oh, for you. Man. Charlene, you knew the correct lyrics, and just like that, you are going to see Shania Twain live in concert. <laughs> <laughs> Now, who are you taking? Uh, probably my partner, Dave. Aww. <laughs> Everybody else has to wait until the tickets go on sale on Friday. You, on the other hand, have your tickets right now for June 12th, Scotiabank Center in Halifax. Shania Twain. <laughs> Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Okay, we got to talk about drive-through rage here for a moment. Apparently, we have to now talk about not road rage, but drive-through rage. So I got a call. We got a call a couple weeks ago from somebody who was talking about drive-through rage, mm. and I thought, okay, well, I've never really witnessed anything like that until 
this past weekend. I have to tell you what I witnessed in the Tim Hortons drive-thru. Okay, let me let me get a chair here. Just sit down. <laughs> I actually can't believe that I saw this. Pull down my microphone. Yeah, get all comfy here. Okay. Okay, so it's Sunday morning, day after Halloween. Renee and I wake up and we're like, oh my God, we need a Tim Hortons bagel belt. So we head to the Tim Hortons and Larry Utah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those dual drive drive throughs But usually only one side is open. <laughs> well, they were both open and it was busy. It's Sunday morning. You expect sure. that, right? Uh, so we pull up. We're chilling. Like, it, it it was taking a little bit long, but it's Sunday morning. Like, we knew what to expect. We're patient, whatever. It might have been 10 minutes uh, that we were sitting in line. We hadn't gotten up to the menu yet to order. Ah. But there was a car in front of us. It was an SUV. And we're sitting there, and we noticed that they put their blinker on as if they were going to be turning right, but they were in the drive-thru. There was nowhere to go on the right because there was curbs to the right of them. There was, you know, they were blocked off. They were in the drive-thru. Those fake curbs yeah, that exactly. they put around the drive-thru line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he puts his blinker on, and we're like, oh, have they had those on? Have they had the blinker on the whole time? Like, where are they going? They're in the drive-thru. And all of a sudden, the car in front of me had a fit of rage. I'm assuming they were annoyed at how long it took to get through the drive-thru. They hadn't yet ordered yet and then clearly thought, okay, forget this. I'm getting out of here. Mm -hmm. So they peeled to the right to get out of the drive-thru. And they got their car on top of those little curbs that they have on the side of the drive-thrus. And they got stuck. Mm. And he was stuck there. His truck was like teeter-tottering over this big curb. So maybe one wheel on one side of the curb, the other wheel on the other side (laughs) of the curb. And we're behind this truck and Renee's going, oh my God, Aaron, get your phone, videotape this, videotape this, videotape. So I got like 10 seconds on video until I panicked and thought that he was going to see me videotaping and I stopped. But we're watching him and he's full on stuck. Mm. And everybody in the drive-thru is watching this guy going, uh... What's going on here? Then he's obviously panicking because he's stuck. So he decides to try and get back into the drive through line. Then missing his turn to order anything at all. Like he Uh-oh. had to pull up at that point because it was our turn. The cars were moving. And then he got stuck back in the drive through line without ever ordering anything oh, at God. all. Some karma involved right there. So he had to sit there for a good, oh. I don't know, I want to say six to seven minutes without ordering anything. Probably mortified because, you know, 20 people in this drive through just witnessed him doing that. Mm-hmm. And then sped off when it was fine. Like he went right past the window line, got out of the Tim Hortons drive through And the whole time Renee and I were watching this going, oh, my yeah. Atlanta, I've never seen anything like it. Sure. So that 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 you would think that that's drive through rage. I, that's that's your description. I right mean, there. He, unless what what why else would you do that? Did he right. get an emergency call and had to get out of there or something? Mm-hmm. Like I can only imagine he was just getting sick of waiting. First of all, how embarrassing! Yeah, it is embarrassing. Did not go the way that you had planned it to go. Could, I would be mortified. Could we all agree that there needs to be an out, like a little exit lane? If yeah. you do find yourself in a drive-through lane that's not going anywhere, and you think I, I can't do this, so, I don't have time. I've seen I've seen that at uh, well in Larry Tick at the McDonald's. They've got a little exit you can you can escape right. just before you get to ordering. This Tim Hortons did not have that. I'm thinking of the one in Beaver Bank. I don't think there's an exit there, but you get in that lineup <laughs> at the Beaver Bank, Tim Hortons, and Beaver Bank Road, Tim Hortons. I uh, know, sorry, it's a Cobbacud Road, oh, the Tim co- Hortons. Okay. It's a long entrance in. You're in there. You are in the <laughs> You have the no line. choice but to stick there. Somebody yeah, shows stuck up there. behind you. You're not going to back out. No. You can't do that. But that's what... Th- 
everybody knows once you're in the drive-thru, that's that's your move. You're not going saying, anywhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> a little exit spot yeah, yeah, just yeah. before you get to the drive-thru, which would maybe alleviate to, to the menu, which would alleviate the uh, the whole drive-thru rage. That and that, well, and Renee originally was like, record this, because she was right. terrified that they were going to like book it back into us and hit yeah. our truck or whatever. But it was wild. I don't think I've ever seen drive-thru rage. I've seen, I've heard people blow the horns like that was somehow going to speed up the process yeah, like, at the what front of the line. Yeah, you know the the. the Poor people who are working their butts oh off God. in there trying to get the orders ready. And yeah. Honk, honk. And then once one person blows a horn, there's going to be somebody else blowing Everybody a horn. Everybody well. else is getting on board with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, okay. anyways, that All was right. the most wild form of drive through rage I've ever seen. Good story, Aaron. I want to know if you have witnessed anything like this in a drive through specifically. You know, where you're just kind of like looking at each other, you're <laughs> all waiting, and then somebody loses it. Someone has a temper tantrum. Oh, my gosh. What happened? Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. I just, I was laughing just now because this first text reminds me of another problematic drive-thru. <laughs> it gives me a little bit of drive-thru rage every okay. time. But first a text. Uh, it says, my daughter and I were at the Lady Hammond's Tim Hortons getting ready to order when a couple of women in a car were driving in the other drive-thru lane. It was mm-hmm. one of those dual drive-thru lanes. How they didn't see the orange pylons blocking that lane, I do not know. No. Okay. Uh, they got them stuck under their under car. Under the car. Yeah. 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 Under the car. They got them stuck under the car. Oh, my God. We have so many texts coming in about drive-through road rage that we can't even read them. Yeah, well, they're, they're flowing in. They're messing up the other texts. But but uh, when they got to up beside the car, there was a driver training sign on the side of the vehicle. So it was like a driver-ed car. Okay, first of all, can you go... Through the drive-thru in the middle of your driver's Probably it wasn't a lesson. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) But the problematic drive-thru, and there are more of these around town, but uh, I'm thinking of the one in uh, Burnside. Um, Let me see. What's it close to? Um, It's got two different lanes. What, the Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons and and Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah. And I don't know what lane I'm Literally getting. Literally every single time I've gone there, I try to go to Tim Hortons, I end up at <laughs> end Wendy's. Up in the Wendy's. I line try up. to go to Wendy's, I end, I end up, up at Tim's, Tim and I'm line. mad. Right. If you go, you can go straight through the lights. Yeah. They're right in front of it. And I think that puts you in the Tim. No, that I puts you know. in the Wendy's lineup. I will never understand it. That one gives me <laughs> drive-through rage every time. And the people that go there often, like everyone knows, because if you visit there often, you're working in the area. You go there during lunch in, in Burnside. It's busy. People know what they're doing. But you look like an idiot. And by the way. <laughs> You're parking lots of minefield. It's okay, actually the worst. I think that might be the worst drive through in the city. Thank you. Right? Okay, good. Got that little bit of drive-through rage <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. My mom gets drive-through rage in any drive-through that is a zipper because people always butt in front of her. Yeah, and you're oh, screwing yeah. up the lot. You're screwing up the order. Right. You're not going to get your food faster because mine's made first. By the time you get up to the window, they're trying to give you the order of the person who butted in in front of you, oh and they've God. got yours. Drive-through rage. What did you witness? I've seen a woman in a drive-through one time actually throw her coffee back at the worker. Oh, my God. And I, uh, after she left, I pulled up and I told the poor young girl that I was working, I was like, I was like, not everybody's like that. I'm sorry for, sorry for that. And I tipped her five bucks and just Aww. told her, you know, I hope her day goes better. How was she? Was she, like, pretty shaken up? Yeah, well, the woman actually threw her coffee back in the window at her. Yeah. Because of how long she had to wait and 
wasn't the old passenger for her, I guess. That's awful. That's when you'd like to tap the bumper of that person <laughs> just uh, a little bit. Just enough to rattle the teeth. Yeah. Well, I did yell out the window. I won't say on radio what I said to her, but... <laughs> let, us, let us imagine... <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Okay, well, let's start at the beginning because this one goes way back. Back when they, the text is back when they first started the two-window McDonald's windows. Pay it, one for your food, and pick it up at the next one. My grandfather took us through and refused to go to the second window <laughs> because he had paid the guy at the first window. So that guy should give him the food. <laughs> and how would the guy at the next window even know that he paid? Okay, that's actually really <laughs> funny. Also, whenever I always get so confused if I go through a drive-thru like really early in the morning on the way to the studio. Yes. And they won't they don't say to you, okay, drive up to the second, second window. window. And I don't often get coffee on my way and I make it at home. So I'm like sitting at the at the first window, like Looking in, I'm like, am I supposed to be here? What yeah. are they? Why if can't you, you never, tell me? If you never go through a drive-through at quarter to five in the morning, you would. I barely do this. it. Yeah, the first window is closed, and right. you go up and pick up your food and pay at the second window. Well, can they tell me? Can I have a sign? <laughs> I don't know how to do drive-throughs. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, oh, driver's ed. Yeah. Unrelated, but my driver's ed teacher, circa 2003, the text said. Absolutely had me hit a drive-thru during a lesson. Hit me up to go through the drive-thru during a lesson. Uh -huh. He paid, though, so it was all good. Oh, that's you nice. got to be trained now on how to go through a drive-thru correctly. Yeah. Maybe that'll help the road rage if you do that. Well, we can't get zipper merging right in the city. Can you imagine trying to conquer zipper merging in the drive-thru? When happen. people are hangry and, and they're just, they want their food and they want to get out of there. People are thinking, I mean, you got to listen to that other drive-thru. Yeah. Did they finish first or yeah. did I finish first? Maybe uh, you're like this person who says, often at mcdonald's after you pay at the first window then go to the second window they tell you to move over into one of their parking spots most of the time mm. i refuse what especially after waiting in the long lineup first it's their number uh one thing that they're concerned about because they're you know being timed at how quickly they can put people through the drive-through so she, they say not on my dime they're meeting their timing goals. Whoa. So what do you just say? No, I'm staying here until I get my food. Or maybe it's going to be five minutes until the fries are ready. I and mean, it is always a little disappointing when is. they do tell you to go park. It is. But at the same time, you got to get out of the way. I don't like when they tell you to go park when there's literally nobody else in the drive-thru. Right. It's I like, will, yeah. I can just stay here. And if, if someone else, comes. Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> we all live the same life. You're my spirit animal. <laughs> Drive through rage. Have you witnessed anything recently that uh, kind of made you go, um, wow? <laughs> if so, we want to hear from you. Hey, thousand dollar minute is minutes away. Get ready to win a grand in under sixty seconds. Your cue to call is coming up just after eight on Move. Mornings on Move One Hundred with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the thousand dollar minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, we got Bailey Arsenault on the line this morning. Bailey, you say this is your first time ever getting through. Are you excited to play? I am super excited. <laughs> <laughs> now you're driving. You got us on hands free. You're heading into work. Hopefully, we can uh, we can get you a grand before you even start your day. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, so let's get to it. Bailey, here's how the game works. Uh, you get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You win a grand. If you don't know the answer, say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that's what counts. You can't take it back, okay? 
Okay. Are you ready to do this, Bailey? Let's do it. Okay, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Bailey, rolled gold is what kind of snack? Pass. In the following series, what comes next? 8, 16, 24, 32, blank. 40. Are turtles reptiles or amphibians? Are what? Are turtles reptiles or amphibians? Amphibians. What was the setting for the hit musical Come From Away? Oh, Newfoundland. What Marvel superhero does Chris Hemsworth play? Oh, uh, Thor. What's the name of the TV show Guy Fieri hosts that's known as Triple D? Oh, pass. What NHL team is coached by Sheldon Keefe? Uh, the Habs. In what country will you find the Mojave Desert? Africa. What does GPS stand for? Global positioning system. This 25-year-old was the highest-paid celebrity in the world last year. Who is she? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Okay. All right, Bailey, time is up. Take a deep oh. breath. <laughs> okay, let's go through I the questions. I always yell at the radio, and it's like, <laughs> so easy, and then never mind. <laughs> and then never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay, Bailey, let's go through the questions together. Uh, rolled gold pretzels. Uh, the series 8, 16, 24, 32. You said 40. That is correct. Turtles are reptiles. The setting for Come From Away is Newfoundland in Gander. Yep. Chris Hemsworth plays Thor. Guy Fiari. Fiari? Fiari. He hosts diners, drive-ins, and dives. The, the, the triple D. Uh, Sheldon Keefe coaches the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the Mo Have Desert. How do you say that? That's close, yeah, sure. I Why guess. Do you pick these hard <laughs> Mojave Desert. Mojave Desert mm-hmm. is in the United States of America. GPS stands for Global Positioning System. Yay. And the 25 year old that was the highest paid celebrity in the world, Kylie Jenner. $590 million. No big deal. I got her sibling. That was pretty funny. I know. You were close for sure. <laughs> Bailey, four out of 10, 40 bucks this morning. Not bad. Not Listen, bad. your first time playing live on the radio, you did just great. Awesome. Here's a hint for you, Bailey. Uh, every day on our podcast, we give away the answer to question number 10 for the next time we play $1,000 Minute. So you can find that on the iHeartRadio app. And when we put it up later on today, we'll have the answer to question number 10. Bailey. Bailey. All right. Congratulations. Thank you for playing this morning. Thanks. You hang on the line for us, okay? Okay. (laughs) Hang on the line. Sorry, Peter, I cut you off. I didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your turn to play the $1,000 minutes. Is happening tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock on Move 100. Yeah. Morning's made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. Get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. Drive through rage is uh, what we're hearing about this morning. I mentioned I witnessed somebody in the Tim Hortons drive through probably have the most embarrassing moment of his life when he got mad at the the the, <laughs> the amount of time it was taking to get through the drive-through so he tried to escape got his yeah. car stuck had to come back into the drive-through miss his turn to order all to get stuck back in the drive-through once again and then speed off when it was all said and done witnessed the whole thing right and so we asked you about your um drive-through rage what you've witnessed what you saw out there we've got a bunch of texts uh, here's a here's an example this one from uh, chester 
I was in a busy uh, Tim's drive-through with the two lanes that merge into one. The guy in front of me at the merge point was playing on his phone and not paying attention. All the cars ahead of him in the drive-through had picked up their orders and left. I waited another minute or so and then gave a quick little beep on the horn to catch his attention. He lost his mind and started calling me all sorts of names. And when he pulled up to the window, the worker said that she didn't serve people who yell at other customers. He apologized <laughs> to her, got his order, and then flipped me off. <laughs> That's <laughs> so annoying. At least, I mean, you get embarrassed. Yeah, you but phone. they're just trying to say, like, buddy, it's your turn. Move right? on up. And the courtesy tap on the horn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Uh, this text, not really rage, but stupidity. I was at the Tim Hortons drive through in Bears Lake, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting for them to take my order. I was getting angry because they weren't even busy. I finally realized I pulled up to the garbage can, <laughs> not the speaker. <laughs> Have you seen the new uh, garbage cans at drive throughs No, I haven't. What, There's some like? new ones out there that I've seen, and they're like, they're not a regular garbage can. They kind of come out, they come out towards your car. Okay, okay. So I can understand why you would mistake that as a speaker. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's uh, <laughs> it is really embarrassing. Okay, got to mention this text that we just got. Uh, we've been talking about drive-through rage. Mm -hmm. It says, not really drive-through rage, but yesterday somebody paid for my order and wished me a happy Halloween. Oh. I was so happy for the gesture and bragged about it on Facebook, only to learn I was supposed to pass it <laughs> forward. Apparently, it's a thing. I was embarrassed. I'll pass it on soon. Oh, look, 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 look. We're not laughing at you, but yeah, it's a thing. And you don't know, but okay. There's no obligation. You don't it's always end have to. No, yeah, no, it's no. got to end somewhere. Right. Also, I, I don't like when this happens. The last time this happened to me, just like a few weeks ago, I was at Starbucks buying myself an iced coffee, which probably would have cost me about six fifty seven dollars oh, wow. It's already expensive, right? right. So, so I'm, I'm treating myself here. Um, somebody in front of me paid for my order, so naturally I just pass it on. The order behind me yeah. was literally $22. Oh, Aaron. But I'm not going to, what do I do? Once I get up there, I'm not, you know, they just said, well, it's $22. What am I going to say? Never mind, and I'm going to be the one to end it? Yes. Really? You're going to say, never mind. Would you say no? Yeah, I'd say that. I want, I was going up for something. Well, first of all, I'm not going to order something that's going to cost six fifty. <laughs> yeah. Well, Unless I it's a beer. It was, <laughs> I was treating myself. Okay. But then treating yourself turns into $22. I'm saying no. But I feel like that happens to me every single time that somebody mm. does the, pat, the, the pay it forward thing. I am the one ending up spending way more money. I'm buying breakfast for a family of four. Pass that on that one. I'm sorry. No, $22. No, thank you. Next time you go, ask, what's the order behind me cost? Because I think I want to pay for it. And if it's not, you know, if it's somewhere if it's close to 650 yeah. do it there. This text just says, uh, the pass it forward and drive throughs are a headache for staff and the people in the drive through can already I afford bet. their order. Take that pass it forward and buy a hot drink for, for uh, somebody who may need it. Oh, Honestly, yeah. actually, it's true. I did work at Starbucks for a minute and mm -hmm. whenever this pass it forward thing started, I was like, oh God, now I'm stressed out because I don't know whose orders what and it right. it is kind of a pain. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Are you average? Are you an average 35-year-old woman? Maybe you're older, maybe you're younger. Think of the average 35-year-old woman when you're thinking of the answer to this Move Morning Mindbender. The average 35-year-old woman owns at least three of these and rarely, if ever, uses them. 
What are they? Okay, call us with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Pairs of shoes, Jason says. What? Three. <laughs> Purses. Lingerie. Three lingeries. Three lingeries. Nope. Nope. That's Cats. not it. Cats. <laughs> what? Cats. Rarely, if ever, uses their cats. <laughs> Curling irons. This text says heating pads and a pair of high heel shoes. Wow, lots of repeats in there, but yeah. those are them. But heating pads and, and heating and pads and irons cats and, and, and what? That I bet no. Okay, no. <laughs> so the answer we're looking for, and not that any of those answers are necessarily wrong. Cats, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's bridesmaids' dresses. Ah. Okay, the average 35-year-old woman owns at least three bridesmaids' dresses and rarely, if ever, uses them other than... Obviously, because you buy it for the wedding and then they live in your closet yeah. for years. I've got like three in mind. I never know what I'm going to do with them. For the most part, they're not the types of dresses that you can use over and over again. I bet you there are a lot of people listening right now that have way more than three bridesmaids' dresses in their closet. Because they've been bridesmaids so many, many times. times. Oh, gosh. I've got friends who've done it like six, seven, eight times. Ooh, really? Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listening that's been a bridesmaid, like, a lot? More than five. More than more than the average person has been a bridesmaid in a wedding party. Which apparently is three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a more bigger number. Yeah. Five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Who's been a bridesmaid the most in life? If this is you, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Text us. 124-7. Beat the bank. Minutes away. Nine o'clock on Move 100. It's time. Let's play Aaron and Peter's Beat the Bank. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. On Move 100. I mean, Andrew Swansburg, be honest. Do you do you really want to play Beat the Bank right now? I absolutely want to play Beat the Bank right now. <laughs> Wilson Mosier, I beat you today. He's got his buddy with him who has previously won $10,000 wow. from us. Was that $10,000 minute when we did that for a while? He's not with me, but I know he's listening. Okay, he's, all right. He's with you somewhere. <laughs> so now you want to prove to him and win $20,000 with Beat the Bank, correct? Yeah, that's right. Let's okay. go. Let's all right, pull. all right, right, Andrew. Here's how Beat the Bank works. Every vault we open will contain more money than the one before it, and you can stop any time and keep that money. Now, the vaults could go all the way up to $20,000, but if you open a vault and the alarm goes off, you're going to lose it all. All. Let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to play, Andrew? I am ready. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Andrew, here is Move 100 Bank Vault number one. $190. Oh, okay. $190, Andrew. You can keep it or you can move on to Bank Vault 2. What would you like to do? Let's go to another one. Okay. Move 100 Bank Vault number two. All right. You just made an easy $30 increase in your bank vaults. <laughs> Andrew, how are you I'm feeling? I'm a bit of a gambler. Let's let her go again. Oh, you're a bit of a gambler. Okay. All in. Move 100, bank vault number three. $390. All oh, right. Oh, getting up there, Andrew. How you feeling? Gonna, are you sweating? I'm going to go another one. <laughs> He's no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. Andrew. I'm getting yeah. married next year. I can use some oh, of those. Oh, you're getting so? married next year. Where are you getting married? 
next August 26th. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Andrew just gave back what was in vault number three, $390, just <laughs> to see what's in move 100, bank vault number four. Man, Andrew, what would your fiance say? She would probably tell me to stop, but I'm not a good listener, so I'm going to go once more. <laughs> once more. Okay. Okay. Let's see who's the brains in this new relationship. I'm nervous now. Mm-hmm. $445. Let's see what's in bank vault number five. Oh, I'm man. done. Let's stop. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. You're done? It. Make sure you're absolutely sure. Going to stop at bank, bank vault number five. Nope. I'm done. You're done. Hey, Andrew, that's a good chunk of change. That's awesome. Yeah. $600, man. Hey, congratulations. That's awesome. How do you like that, Wilson Mosier? <laughs> I love that you're, he's just chirping his friend. From the afar. Yeah, literally. He a lot on there. He gets tickets for everything. Ah, Does he? Well, now you well, can say, hey, I want some cash, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Andrew, Andrew yeah. congratulations. You can put that money towards your wedding. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, but we have to see what was behind the rest of the vaults, okay? To see uh, if you stopped maybe one or two or three or four too soon. I know. This is the worst part, but we have to do it, right? Okay, Let's so you stopped after vault number six, correct? Stopped after vault number five. five. That's right. So we have to see what's in vault number six. Okay, here we go. This is just to see, Andrew. Let's go. Puzzle. Okay, there would have been 720 in vault number six. Here's seven. $799. Okay. okay. All right, not too bad. Nope. Vault Back. number eight? Vault number eight, yeah. Puzzle. Perfect. Yeah, you good so call. You, yeah, you didn't lose a lot at all. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations to Andrew Swansburg, who yeah. just won $600 on Move 100's Beat the Bank. Andrew, that is awesome. congratulations, and you hang on the line for us, okay? Perfect. All right, we are back with Move 100's Beat the Bank. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, you could be winning up to $20,000 cash. It's Move 100's Beat the Bank tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Good luck. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.